Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to the Positively West Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Today we have a very special episode for you. We're gonna be visiting with entrepreneur Jimmy Belknap, owner of Belknap Dough Company in Hurricane, West Virginia. Jimmy, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate you guys having me today. Yeah, absolutely. We are, yes. It's great to have you with us, and, and I look forward to learning about your entrepreneurial story and your small business journey. Jimmy Belknap grew up on a working cattle farm in Braxton County, West Virginia, and his career path led him into the electrical trade, followed by his work in the oil industry until Belknap Doe Company was officially born in 2017. What started as an entrepreneurial dream has led to an extreme love of all things dough, especially pizza made by hand and cooked in a true, true Neapolitan fashion. After spending the first three years as a mobile food trailer, Belknap opened up its storefront location in November of 2020 on Hurricane uh, on Hurricane's uh, Main Street in West in Hurricane, West Virginia. He and his wife, Amber, currently reside in the Taze Valley of Putnam County. We invited Jimmy on the show today to talk about his entrepreneurial journey, to share his story, and to talk about the company he leads right here in West Virginia. Jimmy, again, thanks for being with us today. Take a minute and tell us a little bit about Belknap Dough Company. Okay, Jim. Uh, Belknap Dough Company, like you were saying, uh, kind of started as a more so a dream or, or a vision in 2016. Uh, I was currently working at a, an oil industry, Marathon Petroleum, uh, out of Ashland, Kentucky. And, um, seeing, you know, I was, I was like, unlike some entrepreneurs, I had a great job, had, had my life mapped out, but it just wasn't, you know, I didn't feel like my life was full enough. I, I always wanted more. I wanted to be my own boss. So like I said, 2016, my wife, Amber and I started, um, trying to creatively think of something we could come up with, you know, the wheels started turning. Uh, so long story short, 2017, we had um, decided to go down the food truck route. You know, we were going to enter the, the food world, which, you know, neither one of us had any background, any kind of culinary experience outside of you know, cooking in our home kitchen. And, um, uh, so decided to go, um, uh, we seen a video one time about some brick oven pizza. And, and figured that the best option for us would be to go with a mobile unit, you know, get the name out there, get the brand out there, uh, create a customer base, kind of see how that went. And then uh, hopefully someday open a brick and mortar location, a storefront location. So that's what we did in 2017, uh, purchased the trailer. We tried, both of us tried working our, our everyday jobs and running the trailer at the same time. And we have two little girls, and it was just overwhelming. So, you know, my wife told me one day, hey, you know, if you're gonna do this, uh, let's do it, let's go all in. So <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, uh, we left our, our quote unquote normal everyday jobs for the, for the food truck life. And uh, throughout the next three years, uh, you know, my wife and I basically lived in an 18 foot box together. <laughs> so, and I always tell people, you know, if you can make it, you know, if your marriage can survive an 18 foot box for three years straight through all the seasons in West Virginia, then you're going to make it. <laughs> yeah, no you're going to live happily ever after. That's but, uh, yeah, you, you had to, anyway. you had to, you had to endure a, a, a short term trial to, to sure. reap, reap the yes. rewards. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, we did that man for three years. Uh, I fell on its face uh, right out of the gate. You know, I realized that I didn't know how to make the pizza that I wanted to make like, 
you know, everybody's social media accounts you were looking at and trying to compare myself to. So, you know, uh, basically consumed myself in the love of Neapolitan pizza. I bought every book I could, um, watched every video I could, you know, I wanted to be the best. Of course, it's kind of like the motto I have throughout life. Uh, everybody should, I believe. But uh, uh, so, yeah, taught ourselves how to to make Neapolitan pizza. Um, we had some help from some friends along the way as far as, you know, logistics and, and everything from warehouses and, you know, uh, financial help, everything, you know, that's the tribules and trials of food truck life. And then, um, so yeah, that leads us up to 2020. We, we knew we wanted to open up a, a storefront location. Um, COVID happened, <laughs> you know, we just learned about COVID, you know, and, and didn't understand, you know, early in 2020 about COVID and, uh, signed a lease, um, uh, on main street hurricane, uh, the town of hurricane owns a, a building here and, um, it kind of Main Street Hurricane reminded us of home where we grew up, you know, back in Braxton County, West Virginia, small town, yeah. uh, had a little Main Street. So anyway, we signed a lease on that, uh, was able to obtain some three months rent, you know, a lot of build out was going on and uh, then COVID ramped up. So we still had the food truck running the food truck every day. Uh, we put the restaurant on hold, you know, food truck business was great. Everything was shut down. So then, you know, um, we realized that, hey, you know, we still need to go forward with, you know, stay true to, to our, our business path and uh, went ahead and, and took a leap of faith, sold the food truck uh, mm. a month before we opened the restaurant, which was a gamble. And um, but it, it paid off. You know, our community supported us. Everybody that we had reached, you know, even over in different states with the truck and all that, uh, everybody showed an extreme amount of support for us. Uh, which luckily for us, you know, it was pizza, you know, pizza is a huge to go uh, commodity food. So we did a lot of to go business throughout the last couple of years. And mm. uh, just here recently in the last few months, you know, our dining's picking up and, and uh, yeah, we're here, we're putting in, putting in the time and the work and, and trying to just build that dough company as a, a brand itself. That's awesome. You know, yeah. Jimmy, as I'm listening to that story and thank you for sharing that, it's, it's a wonderful journey. Uh, you know, I, I, I keep thinking like, you know, why did you, you know, you and your wife are researching all these different types of business. Why pizza? What inspired you to get into the, 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 the bakery, uh, the pizza baking business? You know, that question comes up a lot and the answer is a little bit silly. <laughs> it's I, I seen a YouTube video of a brick oven on the back of this food truck. Yeah, And it, at that point, early on, it was more along the lines of creating a business, you know, a yeah. revenue stream. It, yeah. it really had nothing to do with the dough or the pizza at that time. It was just, yeah. what can I do that's different? Yeah. So this brick oven pizza thing evolved. And then, that's you know, cool. I quickly found my passion for it and, and dove in a hundred percent. Yeah, that's but, awesome. Yeah. That, it's it's kind of funny how we can be, you know, just one one thing can spark it, you know, uh, one, one, right. one spark of imagination can just start a whole flurry of activity. And, and now you've got a business based off that one, that one inspiration. So thanks for saying that. Talk a little bit about the specific products and services that you, you provide the products, you know, what are, what are you guys known for? Man, it's, uh, you know, of course our dough, everything's centered around dough. Um, we cook everything in a, a Neapolitan oven that we actually uh, imported in from Italy. 
we had this this oven made from the oldest generation of oven builders in the world. Wow. You know, it's something that even our customers will tell you, I've spent countless hours talking about this oven. You know, we're very proud of it. Um, it's hand pressed out of earth mash, uh, the earth mash from Mount Vesuvius, uh, the Vesuvius region. Mm. And uh, we brought this thing in, uh, 6,700 pounds, put it in the shop. Uh, we cook just by fire. Uh, wood is our only fuel source. You know, we don't use gas. So it's, it's, it's an old world style of cooking. And, you know, the very first pizzas thought to be made were Neapolitan style. Mm. And uh, that's something we stay true to. You know, we bring... We bring ingredients in from the Naples region, you know, our flour we bring in, our tomatoes um, and, and some various other things. But to just try to stay true to that, you know, and uh, stay on the center center line, the Neapolitan pizza. Yeah, I, I checked out a, pic, a picture of that brick oven, uh, mm -hmm. if that's what you call it, the Neapolitan pizza oven. And it, it has yeah. your name emblazoned with inlaid tile. It's super cool. Yeah. So you could tell it was definitely custom made. It is. It is. We even, you know, had the, the tile was hand pressed out of earth and ash, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, so it, the whole process on the oven was about a six to eight month process, wow. you know, with COVID cool. trying to obtain the oven, it sit at the port for a long time. Uh, yeah. So it was, it was quite a journey. <laughs> so, so Jimmy, you know, uh, with regard to your, your dough, you talk about everything starts with the dough. It's the name of your mm -hmm. company's Belknap Dough Company. What makes your dough different? What makes, I mean, obviously the oven, but what else, what else uh, differentiates you from the competition out there? I guess you could say what makes, or, or what I think separates us would be um, our pizza is very clean. You know, you don't have all the additives, the, the sugars yeah. and the oils and everything. We just use a basic four ingredient dough and you can taste the, you know, the pureness of uh, the flour and the quality of that is brought out. Uh, through fermentation and and you know uh, days into this process of actually making your pizza starts out three or four days before you actually consume it so yeah. you know it's uh very different very clean i would i would say clean yeah. uh yeah it, that's great you know, you're not over full or bloated after you eat that's you know great. Yeah, you know, it's getting close to lunch lunchtime, so you're making me hungry just just talking about sure. this. So, so Jimmy, I got to ask you, you know, what's your thirty second pitch for Belknap Dough Company? In other words, what is it you tell people that you do in thirty seconds? Man, you know, what we do is is we bring Neapolitan style style pizza, style food uh, to your everyday life, and it's something that you know, without having to travel to different regions or different corners of the United States to pick apart who actually does true Neapolitan pizza. Uh, that's us. You can come to Main Street Hurricane, come in our restaurant. You know, it's not flooded with, with uh, things that you can't sit down and focus on family, have a nice pizza, uh, just to enjoy a product and, and have an experience while you're here. Yeah, that's so, awesome, man. That's yeah. a very, very tight message. I appreciate you saying that. Mm -hmm. What's one thing that you're... Um, most excited about for Belknap Dough Company right now? I would, I would say our, you know, the future of Belknap Dough, we've made it through the struggles. You know, I feel like we've learned to adapt to COVID and just several different things, uh, supply chain issues and everything. I would say we're excited to focus on the future of Belknap Dough as far as getting this product to other people you know, outside of Hurricane West Virginia, of course. And uh, we have some some plans to do that. And cool. uh, 
like I said, we're, we're excited to be at that point. You know, a lot of people aren't uh, and, and didn't survive you know, the last couple of years in the restaurant industry and, sure. and that hurts. So yeah, it's like been, said, uh, it's been a tough go for lots of folks in the food and service industry. What's, uh, yes. what's the geographic area that you serve? In other words, where do your customers come from? You know, our customers, basically the majority of our customers are in Putnam County, but you know, we'll have customers from Ohio, Kentucky, our, our hometown of Gasway, Braxton County. Let make the hour and a half trip down just to, to you know to enjoy the the product uh back when we had our food truck you know we were up there quite a bit in braxton county with yeah. it and uh so that makes us proud you know that that people will actually drive you know spend money to get here you know enjoy your product and yeah. uh it's exciting that's super cool. very exciting jimmy how many uh how many employees do you have on your team we have six six employees. That's great. What's that feel like yeah. to, to be responsible for, for six other people that, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we started out with, with, you know, one of our other friends in the restaurant industry, you know, that we went to with advice before we opened up our restaurant, you know, seasoned restaurant guy been doing it since in his teens. Uh, you know, he asked us how many employees we were going to start out with. And my wife and I were like, well, we're probably just going to hire one. So my wife and I were going to run this thing with one employee and he, I'll never forget the day he just laughed at me, you know, he's like, geez, <laughs> this guy's clueless. And I was, but so as we, have, we got some employees on staff, uh, they were young, still in high school, uh, their first jobs, most of them. And, um, it's been, that's a, a different amount of pressure that I never knew even existed, you know, in a food truck, it was my wife and I with yeah. friends and family that would pitch in. But when you're financially obligated, you know, people look to you for, for advice, even uh, uh, teaching a young person how to work, uh, you know, and, and what's expected of them and, and watch them juggle their everyday life along with us and, and take the journey with us to learn how to run a restaurant. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's it's, pretty uh, cool. I like that. It makes you feel pretty accomplished. Yes. Jimmy, what's one thing that makes you the most proud since you've been in business? Um, honestly, it's every single customer that comes through my door. You know, I am proud. It might sound odd to say proud to see every single customer come in and enjoy the product and, and appreciate it for the most part. You know, of course you have a few that, <laughs> that, that don't think like that, but, uh, that's, that's my, one of my proudest moments. And, and probably even more than that, you know, my my girls are growing up you know they look at us they're proud of us what we've done they're proud of the company and and just the name you know Belknap Dope Company so that's that tops you know that yeah. you can't beat that that's, so, that's super cool what's what what's one yeah. thing that you wish you could do over tell us that story oh man you know <laughs> one thing I wish I could do over would probably be if I could do anything over right now, I would have kept my food truck. I wouldn't have sold it, you know, and that could have been a valuable tool for me or something. And everybody's, you know, says, you know, locations, everything. Maybe you would have picked a different location or to open up your storefront or something like that. But uh, if I could do anything over, I, would, I wouldn't have sold my food truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Often too, I miss like, that. <laughs> that'd be kind of a cool thing to do, you know, uh, you know, for events and whatnot. You know, it seems like it's a pretty, yeah. pretty neat thing. But, well, maybe another it day is. you'll get back into that for sure. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. uh, Jimmy, I got to ask you, you know, what's, what's the most popular pizza that you have? 
our number one seller is is a pepperoni pizza, uh, which you know I think that's across the board. But uh, the uh, one of the most popular pizzas we have, we do a very traditional margarita pizza. Oh yeah, uh, just you know try to try to mimic and, and stay true to those Neapolitan roots of Naples, and you know I want people to that have experienced the Neapolitan life outside of the United States, you know, to be able to come in here and be like, that might not be it in its entirety, but, you know, that takes them back to maybe a trip, a trip to where they've had the product, you know, in other, other parts of the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, very, very cool. Very cool. I'm going to take a, a quick second just to mention our sponsors, Jimmy, for the Positively West Virginia podcast, and they include the State Journal, West Virginia News and WVNews.com and Interaction Media, the support we receive from these West Virginia companies allow us to highlight each week the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. And we've been doing this since 2017, hundreds of episodes. Our guest today is Jimmy Belknap, owner of Belknap Dough Company. Jimmy, I want to get right back into it. How do you get the word out there to attract new customers? Uh, you know, it, it's no secret social media you know it's for the most part free and, and you can reach an enormous amount of, of viewers uh, uh subscribers however you want to call it uh we did some marketing with a guy that that we learned a lot of things through um so that was a big help uh but basically social media and, and one of the huge things with that is is keep a solid product you know don't change don't try to follow trends or you know if anything, set your set your own trends. Keep your product true true to what you think it's going to be or what you want it to be, and uh, just trust trust it, <laughs> which yeah. is tough to do. Yeah, but, no, you know. no, no doubt. Well, Jimmy, right now, in, in terms of growing your business, what's the highest uh, challenge you're facing right now? I would say the highest challenging thing would be, you know, what scares me the most is employees. Uh, you know, be able to, I have a real solid team here on Main Street, which I'm about to lose some employees. College is coming up and, and we expect that, you know, uh, you can't keep everybody forever. But, you know, to open up an, uh, even a, a new location, um, what are you going to, you know, can you find enough employees to, you know, once you put all this time and energy and money in, into a new location, now you have to staff it, you know, with, with people you can trust, obviously. So that's the scariest thing for us right now. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, speaking of, of a uh, second location, what's the vision for your company, Belknap Doe Company long-term? What's that vision look like? You know, it, it would be, it would be the, to own, uh, have a couple of Belknap Doe companies per se, you know, a couple of these, uh, my wife and I are simple people, you know, we don't, um, we try not to get caught up in the financial gains of everything and, and still walk the line of supporting your family. And, you know, you've got two little girls to think about and everything, but it would, it would be to, to spread this product to other people. Yeah. Through multiple locations. Yeah. Very that's cool. a, a long-term dream of mine. Yeah. That's goal great. of mine. That's yeah. great. Well, you know, without, without having a, a clear vision, it's often um, impossible to tell an opportunity from a distraction. So, you know, hopefully yes. having that clear vision of growth, like you were just saying and describing that, that'll help guide you in that, uh, in that next step of, of the journey. What's something you'd like to accomplish before this year's over? A second location. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. To get this second spot up and going, yeah. man, you know, okay, to, cool. to make this happen to, uh, yeah, just to, 
spread the love. That's great. Well, Jimmy, uh, you know, I, I think you've got a really cool background. You know, you grew up on a cattle farm. You worked in the oil and gas yeah. industry. You worked in, in electric, uh, electrical. Uh, now you own a, a, a restaurant. Started out as a, a food truck. Now it's a, 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 a brick and mortar location there on Main Street in, in hunting in uh, Hurricane, West Virginia. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you're uh, you're doing some cool things as a leader, and I'm a student of leadership. I'd love to ask you about leadership. What are some of the most important attributes of successful leaders today? Oh man, you know, I can take that back. You know, like even when I first got into the electrical, I was always drawn toward you know the owner, that whoever owned the company, or whoever was in charge for the day, or if you were on a job site, you know what. What made them a good, why did I look up to those people so much? Yeah. So, I, you know, I try to mimic, you know, a lot of things that I've picked up throughout, throughout my timeline and careers and everything. Uh, but just to be somebody, you know, of course, you have to lead with an iron fist per se. And I've learned that the hard way. But, uh, but to just have an employee be able to uh, trust you with any kind of life advice, uh, more than outside of making pizza, of course. But, uh, you know, that makes me feel good. That's, that's what I would, you know, you have to listen, you, you know, um, you don't know everything. I don't know everything. You know, the employee, you know, they, they lean on you more than, than you think they know and, uh, or than, you know, so, uh, that means a lot, Absolutely. you know, just well, to be there. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that uh, a lot more is caught than taught, right? So right. people, right. Are, especially in leadership, people are, are always watching you, right? Mm -hmm. As the owner of the business, people, like you were just saying, your eyes were always on the leader, the, the owner of the business, uh, picking up mm -hmm. and mimicking traits of, that, they, that they provide. And, and that's part of leadership, even though it, 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 you may not even realize it, um, people are actually watching every move that you make. And, uh, sure. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that has a pretty significant uh, influence, you know, mm -hmm. on, on people. It's so, huge. Yeah, it's good yes. stuff. Thank you for uh, for sharing uh, some of your thoughts on leadership. Jimmy, what's one piece of advice you would give to new business owners out there, or maybe an entrepreneur thinking about an idea like you and your wife were, t were doing back in 2016? <laughs> what's, what's one piece of advice you'd give? Oh, man. You know... Don't bounce around with things. You, you want to find something, dig in, do it. Even though, like I said, pizza started out for me as just a way I was going to make money for my family. But, you know, be the best you can be at it. You know, don't settle for mediocrity. Don't, don't settle for this mediocre product or this mediocre service or, or whatever it is you're going to provide or do or, or anything. Uh, you know, excel at it. Always try to strive to take it to the next level. And especially in the food industry, um, you know, so don't ever settle for mediocrity. And, and you know, this is kind of cliche, but don't think, don't use the words I can't or, you know, it's easy to quit. You know, I say all the time, the easiest thing in business to do is quit. And if, if you can get that out of your head and get, get all the different straws that you're pulling out out of your head and just focus on a path and trust the process of it. So, uh, yeah. that would be some good, some advice that would give. Absolutely. And like you said, if you can make it three years in a, in a box with your wife, uh, 
you know, working together and, and, and spending all the day together out of a food truck. That's pretty awesome too. Oh, it's crazy. It's a crazy life. Yeah. There's a newborn respect for, for yeah. food truck operators, the industry in itself. That's yes. great. That's great. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, what's your, what does your morning ritual look like? Talk, talk us, talk to us about your, like your personal, how do you get ready in the mornings? You know, we wake up early at the house. Of course, like I said, we have two little girls, 12 and nine, uh, Taylor and Peyton. And, you know, we'll get them up, gone to school, and then it's out the door. You know, most of the time, like, we focus a lot on using local stuff here. So it's like we're hitting different places to pick up this local stuff and, and make this work. We run on kind of like a shoestring inventory budget, you know. So it, a lot of things depend on the day before sales or the week before sales, you know, what we're trying to obtain and stock back up on. So once we get all that done, you know, then it's to the restaurant. Uh, we make our own dough. Like I, I mentioned before, it starts two, three, four days ahead of time. So it's into the shop making dough. Uh, and now the new fires that you need to, you know, get in the oven ready and everything ready for the day. And by then, you know, it's uh, through the week we open up at four. So, you know, we're in here at seven, eight o'clock in the morning and, you know, you don't actually physically open the door till four. So wow, that's a lot of work, it's, man. Uh, that's it's in a long day. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, but to make that, that's rewarding. It, Jimmy, in your business, what would you like to pass on as your legacy to future generations? Man, like I said, you know, stay humble, you know, follow your path, be true to yourself, uh, mm -hmm. balance work, play and family the best that you can. And uh, yeah, I mean, to have someone want to model or mimic what we do you know that's that's an amazing feeling uh you know and um but but remaining humble trust the community you know put yourself out there and, and let them know you know tell your story so yeah that's cool yeah. what are your strategies for dealing with criticism those naysayers out there <laughs> well my strategy might not be the best sometimes it, i'll get a little aggravated about that but uh you know because i I think I have the best product out there. Of course, I think you should, you know, everybody should think that, but, uh, you just can't see, you know, the, like the old saying goes, the proof is in the pudding or, or whatever. Uh, some people aren't going to like your product. That doesn't make them bad people. You know, it, it doesn't. So getting that out of your head, you know, I was early into this, you know, if somebody wouldn't like the pizza or something, I, I was like, Oh, you know, they're bad people or, you know, <laughs> something's wrong with them. And, but, you know, it's just, just to be able to accept criticism. Criticism is not a bad thing. You know, mm -hmm. I, I recently done that in my dining room. I, I got some different opinions of some people and what they'd like to see us do or, you know, just anything, uh, you know, criticize it. Let's, let's hear it. You know, yeah. I mean, other people's criticism is a, is a positive in the long run in a lot of situations for us. Yeah. It's, I think it's so, uh, depending on how you accept it. Right. That's, that's pretty mm -hmm. cool. So yep. Jimmy, yep. what's one book? Uh, like a business book or even a, a podcast that you would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs or business people? Or if you don't have one of those, who do you look for inspiration or mentorship? I can tell you a couple that have, uh, yeah. you know, when I got into this, you know, you follow these, I call them, you know, pizza superstars, you know, these guys that have been doing it for since they were for yeah. 40 years. Yeah. So I follow a couple of those guys. Uh, Chef Billy Manzo is one. Uh, Anthony Mangieri is one. Uh, he was uh, thought to be the first person that ever brought Neapolitan pizza to the United States. 
and still does it today. And he has some podcasts out there that can really break down, you know, some of the things I talk about, about staying true to your product and, yeah. and don't chase money, you know, and, and this is how you're going to make your money to support your family. Then that's awesome. Here's, yeah. here's what they do. You know, yeah, so cool. it, it, everything kind of falls in line. Anthony Mangieri, Billy Manzo, yeah. excellent people. Definitely. We'll make sure we uh, have links to their podcasts uh, up on our resources mm -hmm. page at positively wv.com sure. that's uh we, we yeah. we've been uh, uh, compiling those ever since we started this podcast right. and it's uh, it's really cool just to see all the different types of um sources of information that people can glean from and and learn from i'm a big advocate for lifelong learning it's one of my right that's one sure. of my core values you know making sure if, <laughs> if you're not learning it, it, then you're you're really not uh you're not adding value i think you know so no that's good and, stuff. And, and, I think that runs hand in hand with, you know, you, you don't ever settle. You know, yeah. You're not going to settle for mediocrity. That's, that's right. I, I like that a lot, man. We, we, uh, we have a lot in common in that regard. Mm -hmm. Jimmy, we've covered a lot in this interview. Is there anything else you think our listeners should know about your story? You know, there's not. Uh, the main thing, you know, that I could give somebody to take away, you know, of course, is, you know, don't ever give up on, on your dream. Don't think that you have to walk the corporate road or, you know, I mean, mm. you know, if, if it's a dream of yours, you can find a way to make it happen. Uh, mm. Just like I said, stay true to yourself, stay true to your family, trust the process and uh, just stay humble, you know, yeah. because you're lucky you're here. We're lucky we're here in, in the United States and doing what we love to do. Absolutely. Jimmy, you know, that's great advice. And, you know, I think about uh, one of our missions at Positively West Virginia is to inspire and equip uh, young people uh, mm -hmm. with, with stories just like yours. You know, you're a West Virginia guy. You've, you grew up here in, in, in Braxton County. Now you live in Putnam County. Uh, mm -hmm. and, 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 and to me, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. You guys in, you know, in, in Buffalo, Putnam County, you guys have the Toyota manufacturing. That's great. Right. We love those jobs mm -hmm. are great jobs, high paying jobs, but also another path to success is entrepreneurship and small business. Mm -hmm. There's uh, something like 144,000 small businesses in West Virginia, just like you and Belknap Doe company. And what, one of our goals is to uh, inspire these young people you know if mm -hmm. like you just sure. said if, if if the corporate world's not for you uh if, if if you can't find a job here in west virginia maybe you can create your own job maybe you can start sure. a you know a food truck and then turn that into something just like you did mm -hmm. yeah it's scary you know and it's not full of you know the success stories that you read about you know i, I will almost guarantee that they're you know, are very few compared to the failure. You know, failure is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, if you fail at something, figure out a way around it, you know, move forward. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, anything is possible. Yeah. Any, anything is. One yeah. of my uh, one of my favorite authors is John Maxwell, and he has a book called Failing Forward. And that's that's exactly right. that's right. exactly the premise <laughs> of the book. So that's that's great. Jimmy, uh, as we close out our time here, how can our listeners learn more about your company, Belknap Doe Company, and perhaps even get in contact with you? Sure. Uh, social media, of course. Um, I'm not the most technical savvy guy in the world, but we're learning. We're getting there. Uh, and, you know, always learn. But uh, Facebook, Instagram, we have a website, Belknap Doco. Uh, shoot us a message. Uh, the phone number is 304-678-5531. 
call. I love to talk on the phone. Yeah. That's the easiest thing for me. But and most, uh, most importantly, yeah. just, just come down and visit Belknap Doe Company. Come, right yeah. There. Come down. Visit. Yeah. I'll take some time uh, and awesome. uh, shoot any, anything. That's great. Jimmy, it's been a real honor to have you on our program today. Uh, mm -hmm. I think what you're doing is really cool. I love your story, uh, you know, from from an idea to a food truck to a, a full blown restaurant uh, right there on Main Street in Hurricane. Uh, I just want to uh, say that I think that uh, that's really admirable. And I just want to encourage you to keep up the great work as well. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate uh, the time you've taken with me as well. So yeah, thank you guys. It's fun. It's yeah. great. We're, we're pro business here and we love, we love success sure. stories. It's like yours. Jimmy. <laughs> yes. Well, let's hope we, we keep it on that path. <laughs> Absolutely. Folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia in our podcast. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal. West Virginia News and WVNews.com and Interaction Media as we continue on our journey each week to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things in business across the mountain state, just like my new friend Jimmy Belknap of Belknap Doe Company. Our hope is that we in some way equipped you and inspired you with this business success story. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate your comments, uh, your positive reviews and encouragement along the way as well. Positively West Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of inspiring and encouraging small business owners, entrepreneurs, nonprofit organizations, and business leaders in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, including our producer today, Mr. Hampton Hill, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.